check, check. Mic check. Show. Presented by Maxis Tires, 100% goggles, decal works, get data, and vertex pistol. On FlipMX.com, taking your calls and looking ahead to the races with your host, Steve Mathis. Yeah, welcome everybody. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. Thursday, June 1st, round two of the Motocross Series coming up this weekend in Hangtown. And it's going to be a bit more of a scorcher than it was at Paula. Paula was beautiful. We're approaching uh, temperatures near 100 uh, this weekend. So we're going to talk about that and more. What did we see? What? Uh, who surprised? Who disappointed? All of that. Fly Race and Moto 60 Show. Thank you for uh, watching and thank you for listening to the Fly Race and Moto 60 Show. Again, 25 years of Fly Racing. Thank you to the dealers. Thank you to the customers of Fly Racing. The Formula Helmet is great. Kinetic Mesh, it's starting to heat up and Kinetic Mesh is my favorite line of gear. Super stretchy in all the right places and vented and cool and all of that. Thank you to the folks at Fly Racing for coming on board. And they have you covered from off-road gear to moto gear and hard parts and boots and goggles and all of that. Flyracing.com. Of course, you're going to see it out there on RJ Hampshire and the uh, 250 guys over there. And then Kyle Chisholm and more on the uh, HEP Suzuki team, of course. Flyracing, flyracing.com. Thank you to those guys for supporting us. Uh, Get Maxis, Decal Works, Plum Creek Funding, Vertex, 100% all on board with us. We're going to give away a pair of 100% goggles as well as a set of uh, Fly Racing Casual Wear Pack. Yeah, 702-586-7857 if you want to call in maybe to win something or just to talk some moto with myself, Jason Thomas, Michael Antonovich from Swap Moto. Thank you again. Appreciate it. Uh, taking your phone calls over there, holding things down. He uh, He's coming in and sacrificing maybe some of his golf game, too. So that's uh, really appreciative. The Tits Leisure. Tits, what's up? Hello, Steven. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for coming in. Yes. We got to show up on video. Yes. With no because... marks. Because your son came in yes. to work. And listen, between your kid and the eight-year-old on Monday. Clearly, anyone can do this job. Marks and his, I'm a magician. Yeah. The curtain has been pulled up. Yeah. We've been exposed. Uh, it's not that hard. And uh, so thank you, everybody, for uh, watching. And uh, which one is this? Is this? This is Nixon. Nixon. Good Nixon. job, Nixon. Thank you. Thanks for putting it up. Appreciate that. 702-586-7857. Hey, uh, Maxis, they launched a brand new tire. Uh, a few of them. They got a paddle tire now, too, which is something they were missing on their line of uh, tires, but uh, get ready to tread victoriously with the new Maxxis Moto Tires. Experience the full shred potential of the two treads designed for soft intermediate, intermediate to hard terrain. 
developed and tested with the expertise of seven-time Supercross champion Jeremy McGrath. Grip, stability, and predictability that surpasses all others. Available now at your local Maxxis dealer online at shop.maxxis.com. Maxxis MX Series, a gift from the science nerds to the moto kids. Pick your pair. Uh, so please, thank you to the folks at Maxxis Tires uh, and also Mountain Bike Tires are fantastic. And 100% as well, as a San Diego-based company, the 100% brand has been synonymous with American motocross since the 1980s. Today, as the brand's awareness grows again in moto, you can see the influence uh, MLB, downhill mountain biking, street bike racing, and more. All genres of running. 100% is a generation of racers asking themselves the original tagline, how much effort do you give? Coop, AP, Star Guys, that jet kid, all wearing 100%. Pulp 30 is the code to save at 100%.com. Pulp 30 saves you on everything at 100%. So thank you to those guys. Coming up with Jason Thomas as well. Let's get to the phone calls here. Uh, Clay is on three. What's up, Clay? How are you, man? Good, you guys? Uh, good, thanks for calling. Hey, uh, I just wanted to know uh, when Lucas Myrtle was going to take his ego out of his ass and let the Lawrences talk. Oh, they, he, it's, it, they can talk. They, they, they yeah, can but talk. They don't talk to you, though, do they? Yeah, but it's not, it's not really Mertz. Uh, I mean, him and I are fine. We've, we've discussed things. Uh, the family just, yeah, uh, somehow I've been painted as a um, hot take guy. Or whatever, and well, they, they're not happy with me. Yeah, I don't know. It's not honestly. I don't think it's Lucas. We're fine. It's just the, uh, you know, something that's been going on with uh, Jet Hunter, the, the dad, and everybody else. And um, you know, yeah, well, that's too bad. Yeah, it is too bad. But uh, you know what? It'll 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 all work out in the end at some point. I got a feeling. Just I don't know when. But I don't think I'd blame Mertz if I was you. Okay. Well, all right. They all come back around <laughs> when it's time, right? Yeah, that's it. Thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Okay. Appreciate it. Okay, bye. Thank you. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Let's welcome in from Fly Racing. It's Jason Thomas. JT, what's up, man? You still on the outs with the oranges or what? Yeah, still on the outs as far as uh, okay. as, as I know. Right. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Um, hey, so twenty five years of Fly, and then it got me thinking this yeah. morning when I was getting ready. When did you start with Fly? Oh three? Oh four? No, 04 was answer. End of 02 was my first interaction. Um, it was when I got involved with Subway. So I was kind of so, talking to them, tried some stuff. Um, and so, then, yeah, there was, a, there was a little brief answer window in there yep, when yep. Chuck went away. But, yep. um, but so almost yeah. 21 of the 25 years fly racing for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's been – it's been a wild ride to see what it was then and what it is now, man. It's, yeah. uh, you know, I, we, we struggle with things and, and sometimes we're disorganized just like everybody, right? Like it's never perfect, but I have so much context for what it was like yeah. along the way yeah. that you're like, yeah, everybody just take a deep breath, man. Wow. I, I've seen, I've seen some things. Listen, we, when, I, when we were at Yamaha, Gothic J and I were laughing at some of the problems we had and some of the issues we had, and then we were laughing about how Goose at Factory Honda doesn't have any of these issues and blah, 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 blah. And then Gothic J gets at Honda, goes to Honda and goes, hey, man, yeah, they, they got the same problems that we did at Yamaha. <laughs> yep. You know, yep. so it, uh, it always funny. looks – and if you're doing your job, you make it look incredible from the outside. Yeah. But you know that everybody has their own issues on the inside. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, by the way, I, I'm doing this show a little injured. I want the viewers to know on YouTube in case they're watching. I'm a little injured. Oh, you're like Hunter. I'm a little like bit Hunter. on. The, yeah, I'm a little bit on the disabled list. Um, bit into a frozen pizza that I cooked last night, and the cheese hit my lip, and it was 8,000 degrees, and I have this massive blister on my lip. Lower lip. You just need to, like, did you, uh, do you need to get medical help? Like, should, we, should I have Doc G uh, come to the house? 
No, I think I'm okay, but I just wanted people to experience if they're watching this and going, what the hell is wrong with Mathis and his lip? That's a normal interaction. That's yeah, yeah, normal, though. That's a good point. Okay, uh, Hangtown, going to be hot. Uh, we had a really nice oh, Paula, yeah. but this thing's going to approach triple digits. Yeah, it's going to be warm, man. Um, yep. You know, we were really lucky last year. I It was one of the first things I thought about. I, you know, I, I listen to you, right, as much as we fight. I know you're a pretty wise dude, so I listen to you, and you're like, man, you're going you're gonna to hate these outdoors. It's too hot. It's too much work. you got to carry that pack around. Yeah. And I knew what you meant. Um, it is hot. And we got really lucky last year. Like, it was pretty nice at almost every round. Bud's Creek got a little hot, and the finale was hot. But otherwise, man, it was it was really cool all summer long, and I really like that. So I kind of feel like this is going to be the revenge summer. Maybe. Where we're yeah. going to get heat, we're going to get rain, because we had no mud races at all last year. Nope. Uh, and this is, uh, yeah, we're, yeah, we're starting it off this weekend. It's going to be mid-90s, but yeah, it is what it is, as they say. You're right. We had a nice summer. We kind of did. It was incredible. Uh, uh, all year long. Yeah. Man, we, didn't have, we didn't have any mudders. No, no, it was all. Nope. No mud and no real heat till the very end. I couldn't believe it. Like, I yeah. was ready for it. Yeah. I had already kind of mentally prepared myself, and it just never yeah. came. So we saw some things at Paula. Uh, we saw some surprises. We saw some disappointments. We uh, There's lots to get into. I do not think that these Honda guys are going to beat the third-place guy by 43 seconds. Um you know, every race or every round or whatever. If you want to tell me that they're going to be, you know, one and two, I'll give you that. I think Dylan gets better and closer. Uh, I think AP gets in the mix. I think Barsha will take a couple of rounds, but he'll be there. I'm not saying they're not going one and two, but I th- I'm going to hold out hope, JT, that we will get some better racing going forward uh, closer to the front. Uh, what, what say you? I think as time goes on, yes. Um, I think there's a really strong possibility that they are absolutely gone this weekend. Um, I think Dylan's not prepared to push with them yet on a pace-wise or fit- fitness-wise, so I think that's going to be exacerbated this weekend because of the you know 90-degree temperatures that we talked about. Yeah, I don't I don't think AP or Webb are there either. Like they're not ready to go with those two on either either count speed or fitness, um, in my opinion. So, so you think I, we are going to see this? <laughs> well, so yeah, this weekend, this weekend, um, that, their fitness is going to come around. Ferrandis is going to get better. You know, those things tend to sort themselves out. Now, is that going to be good enough to beat them? Probably not. I, I, that's a that's a tall task. Yeah. No, I'm not saying that. Right I'm not claiming beating them. I'm just. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think keep them in sight. Reasonable. Yeah. Uh, Ferrandis is certainly capable of that, and, and he's going to get better. Like it, it yeah. won't take him that long. I just think this weekend's probably going to be more of the same. So you okay? So you think we're going to see more of the same? Yeah. Big big gaps. For, to the yeah, third place yeah, guy. I do. Um, I do. AP probably, in my mind, rode better than Dylan. Didn't get the starts that Dylan did. Dil- Dylan nailed both starts really well. Um, and then AP had crashes. I was pretty, pretty uh, again, field is weak. Get it. I think AP's the third best guy right now. Yeah, it's, uh, I can understand your sentiment there. Um, but, you know, part of, part of this is putting it together and avoiding costly yeah. mistakes. Um, I think Dylan rode within himself. He was gassed at the end of the second moto, so we'll see how he yeah. can hold up in a much different environment. Like, last weekend was nothing. It was 70 degrees. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that looks like when it's 95 for him. Um, and if AP's strong at the end, yeah, maybe that's a big problem. Uh, but I think Dylan was managing his effort all day. He knew he wasn't prepared or as prepared as he wanted to be, so he was, I think, holding back at times just to make sure that he didn't blow himself up. Uh, so, yeah, there's. I think – 
how, how fast can Dylan recover and how fast can he get back to his former self? Because I think his ceiling is higher. Mm-hmm. Like AP's great. We all love him. His personality is unmatched. But I think on a speed and performance level, I think Dylan's ceiling's a little higher. It's just going to be how fast can he get back there. Yeah, I'm, I'm basing my AP third this weekend on Dylan telling me how tired he was at the end of Moto2. You yeah. know, you reported it as well. Uh, so I'm basing it like, you know, Dylan was tired at round one with 70 degrees. And so give me the guy that's Baker's factory guy that's, you know, 100% for this weekend. So, Yeah, yeah, I don't have a strong argument for that. Yeah. And, and trust me, he was smoked. When he like he came up there and he's like, he was just like standing there. There was no, <laughs> you know, like he gave everything to hold, and he gave AP a lot of credit. He's like, I had to dig so deep there, yeah, to yeah. to hold him off. Like I, I didn't think I was going to be able to. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you you wonder what that looks like when it's literally twenty five degrees hotter, right? Um, so I kind of wrote and talked about this week that that second moto. I feel like if Chase had started first, then you know he could win. He reeled Jet in. He had a faster lap time. Uh, it was an impressive race by both those guys. But I think if you're Chase Sexton and Kieran, his dad, you know, uh, Zim, his mechanic, I think that's the attitude you have. And I could see Chase going 1-1 this weekend, just like Jet, just and going Jet going 2-2, just like Paula. I don't – I think they're that equal. I really do. I mean, Jet was impressive. I'm not saying that. But Chase had a fall in practice. He's in great shape. So, yeah, 1-1, 2-2, 2-1, like I don't see – I don't think – even though Jet went one-one, I don't see this—you know—this massive uh, disparity in speed between Jet and, and Chase. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's far. Um, I do think the crash took something off of Chase. Like, just—you know—those guys are on the razor's edge of performance. Like, this is some of the the highest level racing we've ever seen between these two. And I would compare it to last year too. I think they're going to be on that same level or higher than Tomac and Sexton were last year. I, I don't even know how but I think that's where we're going. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, when you have a big crash like that, I think it just you just can't be as sharp. Like, you, you're not as aggressive. You know, you're more – you fall back into this almost like a safe mode on a computer versus the all-out, like, I'm going to go win and show this kid jet yeah. mode. You know what I mean? Yep. It's, just, it's just different. And uh, I think he'll be back to his normal self. Now, having said that, I don't know if that's good enough. We're going to find out. We're going to see exactly what jet has in the tank. Like, mm-hmm. we have not – very often seen the the limit of jet um his his qualifying lap at paula was i think that's that's the limit like i yeah. i could not get over how fast he was going in that qualifying lap i think that's that's where i want to see where he's got a race on that level and it's going to take all of chase and all of jet to push each other i truly just don't know what happens when we get there yeah. the one thing i hope is they don't hurt themselves because this series could really really get boring in a, in a hurry yeah. if we lose one of those two. You know what that's called? The the Carmichael years is what happens yeah, for that. very true. I mean, I remember Millville one time. Me too. Like, I remember Millville. Like, Ricky went by and it was just silent for like 30 seconds because it was around a corner, yeah. and then the pack came. You know, it was just, yep. yeah, just yep. absolutely. I used to, yep. you know, he would lap me sometimes, not every track, but he would lap me, and I would be doing okay. Like, yeah. not terrible. I'd be 10th, 14th, whatever. Right. And then, like, when he would lap me, I wouldn't even worry about looking back to see what else, who else was – because I knew there was no one there. Yeah, like, yes. I had no worries. Like, I, as soon as he went by, I would just go back right into race mode, and I probably wasn't going to see anyone else. It was just like, okay, let this dude go and yeah. go. And that's not – like, normally you're like, okay, the leaders are here. I need to be mindful. But, yeah, it was just like, Ricky's here, and that's it. Yep. No, I absolutely. We saw some of those years for sure. And, and if Chase or Jet suffer an injury, oh, boy. 
Uh, but yeah. yeah, for now it's going to be great, and I think I think Chase can easily win. Um, I don't think anybody like they're not got a lot of Jets the future. Jets twenty two and zero, blah blah blah. I'm not going with any of that. Uh, Chase was really close to his equal first moto. Sure, Jet got away. Chase took too long to get going, but Chase's starts generally are on point, and uh, so he should get in the mix this weekend at Hangtown. Um, and from there, I don't know who's going to win, but I think it's uh, it's fair to say that I don't think either guy's going to take off with this thing. Um, no, you, and, and okay. I, I think if, if Jet could have pulled away, he would have. Yeah, of um, course. Yeah, not, not to say he wouldn't have like. I don't think he was going to try to pull a twenty second lead. But he he didn't want Chase all over his rear wheel. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think and, and Jet was pretty transparent in the fact that he's like, man, I I think there's a lot more from Chase coming. You know, he wasn't like, yeah, it's fine. No big deal. Right. Um, he, he could tell that they were they were pushing pretty hard on a really tricky racetrack. Giving away a set of Fly Racing casual or a pack of casual casual wear from Fly Racing uh, shorts, tits, shorts, socks, and shirt. Yeah, right. Shirt. Yep. Hat oh. and socks. Okay. All right. Got it. And it's pair 100% goggles as well. Thank you to the folks at Plum Creek Funding. If you're looking to purchase a home in 2023, if you're a first-time buyer, you're an investor, you want a vacation home like JT has, Plum Creek Funding has programs oh, yeah. that suit your needs. If you already own a home, you're looking to pull cash out, contact a professional with over 25 years of experience. Z-A-C-H at PlumCreekFunding.com. I've used Zach. JT has a few other moto people. And uh, great job. And they have access to 12 different states as well. Uh, so please check out uh, Zach Morris at PlumCreekFunding.com. Tell them you listen to Pulp. They'll give you a deal. They'll work with you and do all of that. All right, JT, let's get some phone calls. We have um, uh, a, fat, a packed line. No lines are free right now. Uh, Ethan's on one. Ethan, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Uh, I have a question about the numbering system in our sport. You know, mm-hmm. it's a uh, it's pretty cool, unique thing, but they seem to keep making it needlessly complicated as the years go on. So I was just wondering, with this SMX stuff, how is that going to affect the numbering system? Those rounds going to factor into it, or are they just going to do SMX like they usually do? Does anyone well, know? Yeah, you know what? I haven't heard. Uh, that's a good question because, as we know, national points count um, towards super, in Supercross and Motocross. But now we have this SMX, which is single points at one, double points at round two, triple points at round three. This could massively affect national numbers. Uh, the AMA doesn't even have a plan, or they just got a plan as far as the one extra West Coast and how you're going to qualify. They just got a plan this week for it. JT, I don't imagine the national numbers have been thought of in regards to this. I'm sure somebody has thought of them. Dave Prater is usually pretty good with these things. Um, I have not heard it addressed in any of our calls or plans, but I would guess, and this is purely speculation, I don't know this for sure, but I would guess that after the final outdoor, national numbers would be cut off. That's my yeah. guess. No, I, um, I think you're right. I just because I, you can't, like triple points I know. and things like that, mm-hmm. man, it would get crazy. I think I'm with you, right? Yeah, just count them after Indiana, just as it is right now. Um, and, and, you know, again... Hey, listen, if you're Brock Tickle, you can just petition the AMA. You can keep that number 20 forever. JT, you should petition for 51. Maybe they'll keep giving it to you. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I'm with you, Ethan. The numbering system's kind of broken. It's a little – It's you know what it is? It's 2023. It's everybody gets a trophy. That's what, that's a society yeah. we live in now, and that's kind of how the national numbers are, you know? So, uh, all right, man. Thanks for the call. I have one more question oh, real quick if sure. you got time yeah. for JT. I just wanted to ask what he thinks of Lucas Kunin so far. He's been really impressive. Um, you know, the, the one thing that I think he'll grow out of that I, I don't think is probably ideal is he has this win or crash attitude that, mm-hmm. man, it's it, you're going to get hurt too many times doing that, right? Like he, he's even said in interviews, like if he's not winning, he doesn't even care what place he gets. 
So it's like, yeah, I understand like the, the youthful side of that. And, and it's exciting to say that, but you're racing for, you know, you're racing for world championships and your team doesn't want you to just throw races away if you're not winning. Like you need to learn like, okay, things aren't going well. I need to take a third or a fourth here. Uh, outside of that, everything else is incredible. Um, super focused. They're wildly dedicated and incredibly talented. So yeah, futures. Who super we, bright. Who are we them. talking about? I miss, I missed the name. Lucas Kunin. Oh, Kunin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and his yeah. brother Sasha in Europe. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, they're, won, they're... Uh, he won the second MX2 moto at yep. the last World Championship. Yeah, that's just, yeah his, his future's here in the USA. He's coming. So, yeah, um, yeah they've gotten terrible starts, but he's made a lot of passes right. at every round, and then he finally gets a start and wins the moto. So. And then, and then yeah. the other brother is just as fast but gets hurt, right? More uh, is the word? I yeah, think? they both yep. crash a lot. Yep. So that's what I'm. that's like the one right. thing is like you can't – you can't have the Bradshaw second place sucks attitude. I just don't think long term that will work. Um, you have to be, you know, you have to be a little bit more thoughtful than that. And he'll grow, he'll grow out of that. I think. But, Thanks, Ethan. Um, Thanks for the call. Yeah, cool. Thanks, guys. Thank appreciate you. Appreciate it. it. Thank you. Yeah, they'll be in America soon. Myrtle represents them. They want to come here. Uh, should be interesting to see who gets their services or how that works. Um, Shannon, what's up? You got a question about Sexton's bike? Hey, man. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we got um, Hey, um, yeah, I am an uh, active member of the Church of 350. Must proclaim that. Okay. Old vet guy. Yeah. But uh, when they build Sexton's bike, does it still have that same frame gusseting added material that the Supercross bike had? You know what? I'm not sure outdoors if it does or not. I didn't go over and take a look at it closely. Uh, it's a yep. good question. I'm going to go do that at Hangtown and see. I would assume it would, um, but, yeah, maybe maybe not. You know, I don't know what the testing felt like. You do want a little more compliance outdoors than you do indoors. Um, so, I'll, yeah, I need to go look at that, man. Good question. Yeah, yeah just with, like, with Jet and him both being precisionists mm-hmm. and them being so sensitive to feel and all that stuff that they – you know, I just wonder when you go from whatever feel that you're looking for with Supercross suspension, take all that off and then add plush-ish yeah. motocross suspension. Like, what's it do to the bike and how sensitive are they? Yeah, that's a good good point. And then, uh, obviously, um, you know, it's interesting to see that uh, we had when we had Colt Nichols on the show a little while back, um, he, him and Kiefer were talking about the front-end feel of a Honda. And it was really uh, interesting to see Nichols kind of say, yeah, the front-end feel of our bikes, still trying to get that down. So that's interesting. Huh. Uh, go back and yeah. listen to Nichols' interview on our Pulp Show. Um, yeah, it was super interesting. So thanks for the call, man. Uh, thank you much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, we got JT back on. Uh, let's go to, oh, boy, another question about Kansas City. We had this question on Monday. What's up, Cole? How are you? Want to talk about Kansas City Supercross? Yeah, I have kind of a rant. Okay. So it's – so Kansas City is in Missouri, not Kansas. Just save you some headache if we actually do get the round. Listen, I don't want to hear it, man. The city's divided in two. Okay, if you get if you get one of them wrong, sorry. Like I, I I get you. People are all sensitive about Missouri and Kansas, but literally the city's divided in two, isn't it? Yes, but uh, Missouri has way better dirt than Kansas. When you cross that state, here we go. Here we go. Okay. All right. Got it. So okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, we had a guy call in on Monday, JT, with just a ramble on about Kansas City and like legitimately upset. No, no, no. He just told us about how he went there in '83 and he hopes it's back. And yeah, we we really got into it. 
So all right, uh, Nick's on one more SMX question. What's, was it what's Will up, Hahn? Nick? No, it was not Will Hahn. Uh, okay. What's up, Nick? Hey, Steve. Hey, thanks for this Wednesday Moto stuff. It's cool. Um, I just got a question. Let's say Joey Savashi, right? Mm-hmm. He's been out for a minute, whatever. But if he pops in, let's say, the last rounds of motocross, mm-hmm. and he does good and qualifies 18th for the, for the, for the championship, uh, okay. whatever, those other. And then he goes there and he wins all four of them, right? Yep. Is he all of a sudden the man? Okay, wins all three. There's only three. Uh, okay. Yes, he is the man. Yeah, absolutely. That's, That's all right, dude. Shouldn't it be well, the most points from Supercross and Motocross? That guy's the man. Well, I guess, okay, so what do you mean by the man? Like, number one plate? Uh, uh, no, he's not. Well, he's going to have the number one plate in SMX, which I guess is different from number one plate in Supercross and Motocross. But, I mean, Nick, I mean, Joey, we love Joey, but he's not doing that, right? He's not going to win the SMX series. No, like, and I, I, I know. I'm just. I was just using it as an example to where a well, guy can just all of a sudden qualify, and then he's the man for well, the whole I, year. I brought this up on Monday show, JT. Let me ask you: like triple points at the final round. You know, AP goes four five at the first two, and then wins round three with triple points. And there's a little bit of bad luck. And now AP is SMX champion for with 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 uh, three triple points at the final round. I mean, it could happen. It's gonna be anarchy. Yeah, that's all I can tell you. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. I, I'm kind of with you, Nick. You. I'm with you, Nick. It's a little weird. I'm not sure if I like the double points and the triple points and all that. But let's try it, right? Mm. Let's let's see how I'm it goes. Down, I'm down yeah. with any of it, but right. it's just like it's like if you if you have the most points after supercross and after motocross which would probably be chase right then you're the man of both i think that other thing's just its own series yeah that's fine you know? no, but you're I gonna agree. you're i mean yeah. you're still gonna have a monster energy supercross champion you're still gonna have a pro motocross champion which will be national championships like none of that is ever going to change this is just its own thing yes there'll be more points and there's a ton of money up for grabs over the course of three races so don't let the the small details get in the way because not everything is changing, right? It's, it's more about this massive money opportunity than anything else. Like all the record books will stay the same and all that kind of stuff. I mean, look, they can't even keep track of triple crowns. There'll be probably no actual pages for SMX. We'll just never know. So yeah. Right. Uh, thanks Nick. Appreciate right. it. Thank you. I mean, I, I imagine JT that the number one SMX guy, whoever that may be, will run the plate in 2024 at SMX races, right? I just, yeah, I would think I would think it's a three yeah, for sure. But, yeah. like, whether Chase wins or not, as far as I know, at Anaheim, he will be number one. Yeah, yeah, of course, right? Yeah. Um, Tim's, want, Tim's got an Enzo Lopes question. What's up, Tim? Hey, how's it going? Good. Uh, enjoying the show. Now, yeah, I wonder if you guys thought it was kind of weird that he signed already uh, for next year, you know, not waiting to see if maybe he could get maybe a pro circuit ride or something like that. Well, he was um, looking around. No, he was looking around and talking to people, right? Um, Husqvarna was, was interested in him for next year, for sure. But this? I'm sorry. Uh, Enzo. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, but he – honestly, he – he wants to go to Brazil. He wants to do the world rounds. Like, I don't know if he was all in on 24-7 at Baker's Factory, right? Um, right. So I think quality of life for him was a determining factor in, you know, him and club coming back together, club putting up together a program that suits his sort of desire to go to Brazil, desire to race World Supercross and AMA Supercross, you know? 
Right. I just thought, you know, maybe, I mean, he, he could possibly win races next year and even maybe be in a title hunt, you know, yeah, if things no, went right. I know. Listen, the club guy, but listen, the club guys will tell you, like, what's the difference between my, our team and a factory team? I had this conversation with them. Yeah. So. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, I think Enzo. I think Enzo had some serious interest from Husqvarna JT, and just was like, you know what, I'm not ready to go all in. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, they, you know, they were looking. From what I know, they were looking really hard at Daxton Benick, mm-hmm. and then he signed with Star. Uh, so now, you know, I, I think they're still considering both Cal and Angelique, but I think both of them need to perform mm-hmm. to to stay there. So, yeah, I would have no doubt that Wilkes was in that conversation. Um, I didn't hear his name specifically, but yeah. logic would tell you that he would be. Uh, David has a scoop tire question. What's up, David? What's your question? Hey, thanks for taking my call today. Yeah. So I listened to, obviously, all, all your content, and I listened to other people's content about this weekend. And did it Was it me, or did it sound like people were running the scoop tire just so they could just get a, a good start? Yeah. I mean, would you put yourself through 30 minutes of – Riding on possibly the wrong tire just to get a start? Is it? Yeah. Was it because it's so one lined? <laughs> these guys would do that. RJ basically said that on Monday's show, right? Um, it just doesn't J-Mart, make sense. J-Mart switched to it. Yeah, J-Mart went to for right? that. Like, get listen. There's there's a there's a saying out there: gear your bike for the start, pick your tire for the start, and deal with the rest out there on the track. Um, yep. JT from the Dunlop guy wow. I talked to after the race, it seemed like it was fifty fifty. Scoop and yeah, and, and I, I know that both Dunlop and Pirelli and everybody that makes these scoop tires, they have been working very hard to make them more versatile. Mm-hmm. So it's not such a brutal sacrifice once the moto gets started. That's like been their primary focus is how do we get more edge grip? How do we make it a little bit more predictable? Because before, and I used these tires too back in the day, they would have grip until they didn't. And when they didn't, Hold on. It just breaks <laughs> loose and you have nothing. And then if you got on the side of it, you really had no feel. So that's what they've been working on. And I think you're going to get to a point where the drop-off is minimal. And you it's just like MXGP where they run them, you know, 75% of the time or higher. Yeah, RJ said, JT, on our show, he will run the scoop 95% of the time this summer. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think it's wow. a little bit different for everybody. Like yeah. Justin Cooper didn't run it. Yeah. He just didn't run it all day. Um, and it starts weren't very good, so, but I think eventually it's going to be where everybody's the same as RJ is. Yeah, but no, David, that these guys will sacrifice it for the start. The start, even a thirty-minute moto, yeah. starts so big, so huge, you know. Yeah, that's so. that's amazing to me. But I guess hey, they're yep. the professionals, and I'm not. Yeah, David, do you want a, uh, the fly racing casual pack or 100 percent goggles? I would love a casual pack. All right, stay on hold. Thanks to the folks at Fly Racing, we'll give it to you. All right. Hey, thanks a lot, Steve. I appreciate you guys. No problem. Thanks for uh, thanks for calling. 702-586-7857. We have a comment that uh, Sexton did not have the gussets on the frame from Jason on, too. Um, so, yeah, he didn't have the gussets uh, for outdoors. Interesting. All right, JT, okay. before we let you go, we've got a few more things to cover. 250 class. Um, yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be great racing. Nothing I saw at Paula um, – kind of dissuaded me from thinking this is going to be a really good summer uh was hunter lawrence my favorite yes he was and he won but man i think it's going to be all over the place this is really good racing yeah it is, it is awesome and, and to the point on the tire i think track position in the 250 class is so important that's why those guys are throwing everything at the start mm-hmm. the rest of the race be damned we'll figure it out but yeah. track position is just 
way too important for it not to be the number one factor. Um, Did so you do that? I, Did you do that on when you raced? Like, what was it to no, you? No, because I was probably going to suck anyway. Okay. Um, so I was like, the, the problem for me is if I got a great start, I found myself moving backwards really quickly anyway because I sucked in the opening lap or two. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I was going to find my sweet spot anyway. Right. It didn't matter. Sure. So I would rather be comfortable in the race. I, I you know, everybody's different, but if you are, especially, I think if you're a guy like Justin Cooper, and I'm going to talk about him this weekend on TV, but he's such a like quote unquote front runner mm-hmm. type guy. Yeah. Right. He races well from the front. He's got to get up there. Like he just doesn't have that charge from the back mentality because he's never really had to do it. So those guys like him, man, it is so, so important to your day to just make sure you start top three. Uh, Gage is on four, I believe. Gage, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? Um, I had a question about uh, Lakewood. Uh, My brother and dad and I are going up there next week and um, was looking at the uh, VIP section, and it looks like the tickets are about $260 a piece, so... Just kind of wanted to get y'all's input and see if the if the juice is, well, is is worth the squeeze, so to speak. Well, Gage, I mean, when's the last time JT or I paid for a ticket at a national, right? Um, I have spent right. a lot of time in these areas, though. Okay, all right, JT, and tell Gage what's up. With yeah, yeah, they're super legit, um, especially Colorado. It'll be up uh, either kind of on the side where the big sweeper is, or on right next to Vendor Row, right there, and the great vantage point. I, I truly think they, these are worth it. Um, I, you know, we have access to some of these things through our our uh, partnership with the series, and and at the races I go to, that's where I go. And I would have a really hard time after going there being anywhere else. Um, so yeah, so, I know, and I know have, it's expensive, I, but all that, it, it, in my opinion, is definitely worth the money. They got drinks in there, JT. They got an air conditioning or a fan, right? Seats, yeah, catered shade, food, right, okay. TV, awesome. like live timing, like it's yeah, it's legit. All right, there you go, Gage. Okay, yeah, we hadn't been to to a national since Freestone '07. So oh shit, trying okay. to make it worthwhile. Yeah. Wow, so you haven't been <laughs> I, there since '07. Yeah, <laughs> you're doing the right thing. Yeah, all right. I, I, Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, well, I appreciate, Thank you. appreciate the input. Thanks, guys. JT probably gets no a worries. cut a cut of every VIP I don't, but he I, sells. I, I told many people I would not – I don't think I would be able to go and watch if I didn't have something like that. I'm spoiled. I get it. I, I know. But having done it like that, I just right. – I don't think I can go back. I don't think I can go the other way. Uh, Lou's got a question about uh, Supercross broadcast. What's up, Lou? Fly Race and Moto 60 Show. What's up? Hey, what's up? Um so DB's not not selling out anymore. So he's leaving nope. the broadcast. He's going to be the independent media guy like me. Yep. Man. Okay. That's such a bummer to hear. But um, I would take I would take uh, buddy JT on the broadcast. Yeah. JT, any well, thoughts? You know, he's done it. He's well. I don't think JT can be the play by play guy like Daniel. But the pit reporting stuff and all that. Yeah. Absolutely. I think you'd do good in the booth. I think you would do good in the booth. Okay. All right. JT booth. Huh? Um. I don't. I don't think that's in my future. Um, I think they're really happy with RC and Stu, and the, I don't know that I have the credentials truly to to do that job. Um, okay, uh, how about this? If this was the NFL or college football, and there were 16 games in the NFL weekend and 60 games in college football weekend, yes, absolutely, I think I could do it well and and even be deserving of it. But when you have one race globally going on, um, I, I don't know that i'm necessarily that guy um but thankfully guys like Stu are back after not being around for so long and ricky has really blossomed into his role too and those guys take it really seriously as far as improving so 
I'm not needed. There you yeah. go. I, uh, I've left a voicemail before about about uh, DB in the booth, but yeah, I mean nothing against Lee or anything. It's just it it means a little bit more when right. you know somebody is lined up on the on the line with those guys. Yeah, you know, for 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 Daniel to be generally the ex athlete is the analyst, right? Like uh, that's how it goes in every sport. And then the play by play guy is a guy like Weege who used to flag at uh, at English Town and that uh, <laughs> never really wrote road pro or Lee. You know who's called you know world class racing forever, and for Daniel to transition from ex athlete pit reporter into a way harder role, which is the play by play guy, it's way harder. Uh, that was impressive. Daniel did a really good job on that, so um, good job for Daniel for doing that because it's yeah. that's the those, harder role. Those, those jobs are so different. They're so 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 different. The the responsibility and the tasks asked tasks that that's a that's a hard phrase to say of the play-by-play guy are far superior to the analyst right the analyst has the decades of experience on the subject matter but the play-by-play guy is he's navigating this you know gauntlet of things he's got to talk about promos and getting in and out of commercials and timing and all these things Um, it's very very different jobs they have uh thanks for the call man thank you appreciate it Thank you. All right, we got a few more calls. We're getting to Michael Antonovich is also coming up next. But, JT, before I let you go, uh, listen, just give me your 250 winner. No, give me both. Yeah, give me both because you do have a 50-50 shot at, at 450. So give me your winners this weekend. Uh, 250, I'm going to go Hunter again. Um, I Part of me wants to say Justin Cooper, but I just thought Hunter was so impressive last week uh, that I'll, I'll stick there. And, and fitness is going to be critical this week, and I think Hunter is extremely fit. Uh, and then 450, as, man, I think Chase has a really good shot of bouncing back, but Jed is so damn impressive, man. I couldn't pick last week. I ended up picking Chase, but I had no real conviction. I'm still in the same spot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'll go with Chase. I think he's, I think he's going to be in a better place mentally without the crash, and uh, I think he wants to. I think he wants to show Jed that he can beat him. All right, sounds good. Uh, thanks for thanks for calling in. Uh, fly Racing, flyracing.com. Uh, we'll see you this weekend at Hangtown, man. Thank you. Hi, right, boys. See you. Right, see you. That's Jason Thomas from Fly Racing. I want to thank the folks at Decal Works. Uh, Pulpamex 23 is the code to save at Decal Works. Please check those guys out. They've been in business for a long time. They can custom make anything you want on your bike. Uh, number plate backgrounds, all of that. Really quick turnaround. They let you proof the design beforehand. They let you move things over, get you exactly happy. Uh, Red Bull KTM, Rockstar Energy, Husqvarna, Off-Road Team, all using Decal Works. And Pulpamex 23 is a code to save with those guys. Thank you to the folks at Decal Works. Thank you to Get as well. Get get uh, two-stroke uh, CDIs, four-stroke ECUs, factory Honda using get uh, RPM dashboards, using the um, uh, data loggers, using the, the 250 guys are using the actual ECU, and get and Athena. Use, a, use the contact form of pulpmix.com to send us an email, and we'll pass it on to those guys, and we'll save you some money. Uh, they just absolutely are doing a great job right now with the folks at get and Athena with all of their products. And, uh, yeah, ECUs are so important. They make such a big deal. Uh, Kiefer loves the 2023 YZ450 get ECU. So it might be the uh, thing to get with those guys. Get it? Get the thing to get? I did that on my own. Uh, 702-586-7857. Got another line open, too. Still giving away some 100% goggles. From Swap Moto Live, let's welcome Michael Antonovich. What's up, man? How are you? What's going on, guys? How is it out there? Good, man. Yeah, have, hanging out, hanging in there. Uh, you weren't at Paula, uh, but you will be making your return to Hangtown, I assume? 
No, Thunder Valley. Oh, Thunder Valley. Man, okay. we have uh, we have mini major, our big yep. amateur race that caps off at the super mini class this week uh, in Lincoln Trail, which is about an hour and a half from my house in Illinois. So it just made more sense for me to go cover that, and okay. then Don and Chase just to book it up to Sacramento rather than me going back and forth. Oh, that's got to really hurt Thunder you. Valley hit, that's got to oh hurt. My God, it's killing me. <laughs> I've been. I feel like I've been under house arrest since uh, Salt Lake City, so it's been pretty tough. Well, you know what's good, though, is you weren't there and you just watched it on TV like the rest of us, so um, it's really interesting right off the top. Give me your surprises in each class. Give me something that stood out. I mean, we know Jed and Chase were going to be the two guys, so, you know, not going by that. But, yeah, just give me uh, right off the top from uh, from the couch a couple of surprises in each class. Mm, I I would say that I'll go with you that AT is – the third best guy right now. Uh, he's third fastest for sure, but to be third best, he's got to have he's going to have to put it together because some of the speed that he's shown these last few weeks has been great. Um, and I think that like, you know, he had a couple little mistakes and a mm-hmm. couple crashes, things like that. Once he's able to just put 35 minutes together, he'll be closer. But listening to what you said in the first part of the show, I still do think there are going to be some times where Chase and Jet are 45 seconds out because they're okay. going to get clear track advantage in the first few laps. And things like Dylan Cooper, Adam, Aaron battling is going to give them a chance to break away. Um, so it, I, I think it could still happen. Really what impressed me, not – it wasn't one person in particular, but I got to watch the battle between Chase and Jet on mm-hmm. lap times, which I never get to see when I'm standing at the track because I'm, I'm shooting. Yeah. And to see the consistency that Chase displayed lap after lap, you know, when we've known him to be just outright speed, he had a, consi- uh, a better – average lap time in the second moto than jet did even though jet did more faster laps because jet had a bigger fluctuation through them so it's cool to see how these guys are putting it together you know chase is already kind of is he settling into the established i'm just going to be consistent through all 30 minutes guy and jet's going to have the outright speed um so that was cool to see and then in the 250 class rj's speed is just unbelievable we knew rj would be quick mm-hmm. to see him ride like he did in the first moto i mean that was the that was the full rj experience and then the second moto was awesome and he is a very intelligent racer you know everybody on the team is for murph to be doing the math telling the mechanic hey he, you need to tell him to get up to this point to get the overall mm-hmm. rj's very aware of that he's kind of fallen into the role that Zach did a few years ago where learn everything you can in the 250 class will get you sharp for the 450 class and then when you make the transition you'll be ready for it okay um yeah i think that i think rj i mean he he brought it up on monday show he hasn't rj'd very much this year right like crashing like anaheim 2 he did other than that he, he kept his head on his shoulders uh, didn't do his typical thing so you know we kind of talked about him hey he's gonna win some motos he can win an overall here or there but if he figures this out, consistency, he can win this title. 100%. And I think that of all the guys, he's the least uh, concerned about Hunter and Hunter's like status within the class. Yeah. RJ, no, dude, I, I deserve the number one play just as much as anybody else does, and he's going to race him like that. Yeah, I don't think he's – I think maybe some guys might be – like I think Joe needs to get tougher, but I don't think RJ needs to get tougher or worry about other riders. <laughs> no, no. And I think like the way, just the way he came through the pack in that second moto. Yeah, he passed a lot of slower guys, no disrespect to anybody, to go from 40th to the top 15. But then once he got up in there, he's not going to be afraid to move those guys around either. Like if he had that same moto happen again, but he 
remounted in like 27th, he would pass probably back into the top seven. Yeah. 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 No, I, I, uh, I think you're right. Um, what else for a 250 class? Like, do you think Max Volan, uh, who got second in Moto One, got fifth overall last year? Is this a Paula thing, or is Max gonna? You know, this is a huge year for him, as we've talked about on this show. You and I have. Do you think Max mm-hmm. is gonna be more of a factor? Yeah, I think so. I think as they just keep it going, uh, the thing that was the biggest takeaway for me for him was he was just consistent all day. He was second in full time qualifying la- uh, sessions. His laps almost had no variance between both sessions, and you know how much the track changed from the early morning to the later morning. And he rode well in the second one. You know, he just kind of waited for everything, or in the first one, kind of waited for everything to play out mm-hmm. and then held off a pretty hard-charging hunter there at the end to keep second. Yeah, I think I think Max has got some good potential. It's just doing it consistently because that's what everybody's looking for now. But you, know, you would he, figure... He's shown a oh, lot sorry. of speed, yep. but he's got to do consistent days a lot more now uh yeah i i wonder if like he needs to step up a little bit right like fifth is good that was good showing last year but he's got to be more up there more consistently definitely a podium you know as close as he's been to the podium uh these last few years he's got to get on it this summer for sure um what about justin cooper we kind of thought like we kind of thought he was riding outdoors and he would be a little more ready at round one so him and Hunter's battle in the first moto was exciting because mm-hmm. you could tell that they just passed through the pack. And that was like almost watching the title fight play out already in those mm-hmm. first few laps because you're like, okay, it's going to be these two guys. How good did they get through traffic now? And Justin was better at first, and then he got bottled up behind Ryder D, and then Hunter took off. And then from there, he just didn't get going. Like he didn't fall into the same fast flow that Hunter did. And then in the second one, another not-so-good start and just was there. But, like, he's not really been great at Paula, I don't think, the last few times, right? Like, have we, well, have last we year figured he came that in, out? Last year he came in injured. I thought the year well, before he was okay, wasn't he? How was he, how was he at the last, last one? And I know you don't, you're not going to have that answer, but, like, that's the one to kind of go back to. Like, how great was he at the last national last year? But, um, you know, that was going to be, like, you guys, I listened to the show last week. That's the, the factor of, okay, do you – Take all this time off and put in those motos, the practice motos, and you feel like you're ready even though you haven't raced anybody. And then when the gate drops, do you have the race intensity that everybody else has had because they've been racing Supercross the last six months? Uh, and maybe he just didn't have that. 3-3 three, three at the last round last year. For okay, Justin yeah, Cooper. so he, he's okay at that track. Yeah. And yeah, that's uh, just, yeah, it's a bad day. Yeah, I just think that, you know, uh, yeah, he should be better. Bad starts. He needs the starts. Uh, where were you at? Not so much at Paula because it was just a disastrous day, but where are you at in general with Jmart, like two-time champion? L- listen, after the race, he was he he was bummed. He told me he's like Steve, the championship's over, the championship's over, and in my mind, I was like, ooh, really? Like, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, that's where he's going. That's where his mindset is. Me myself, I think he can get overalls and top five a lot. Uh, but wh- what do you think? Yeah, I think once they get out of California, he'll be better. That's such a bummer to see because I'm watching live timing, and on the first lap to see him at the very back of the pack and how many guys he had to pass. I mean, probably passed 40-something guys over the both motos and then barely gets in the top 20 both times. Like, that's just such a kick to the stomach for him. Uh, but I think Jeremy, I agree with you. I think Jeremy's going to win overalls. I think Jeremy's mm-hmm. going to set super fast lap times, and he's the only guy in that class that knows what it takes to put a consistent summer together. He's just got to get up there. It's a, it's unfortunate to see because so many times in Jeremy's title campaigns, he hits a really big 
obstacle like this really early. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that he knows how important it is to be in the fight early on. And yeah. hopefully he doesn't, you know, back it down from here. If anything, like a grizzled old J Mark can come out and he's just working out at club and he's just grinding and not having any friends. He could fight himself <laughs> back into this totally because as we saw, there's other inconsistencies through the se- the summer that are going to happen in that class. I mean, just look at how guys finished in two motos on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. He's not out of it. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be hard, but yeah. he's, he could put himself back in it for sure. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show with Michael Antonovich brought to you by the folks at Vertex, 100% Plum Creek Funding, Decal Works, Maxis, and get all on board with the show. All right, let's go to some phone calls. Uh, we got Anton on line six, but let's go to four. Uh, Todd's on four. What's up, Todd? What's your question, man? Steve, how you doing today? Good. Good, good. Hey, I was a little bit surprised to see it, and I'm not sure if I, I'm in favor of it, but I wanted your thoughts on metal starting grids for the outdoors. I hate what you, it. What do you think? I hate it. I I, I, this was my Race Tech rant on my show last week. It's ridiculous. Oh, I'm the, sorry. I missed it. It's I fine. The teams, the teams requested it. The teams asked the promoters to do it, and, and MX Sports did it. I don't think Davey Coombs okay. is a fan either, but they just said, listen, we start on them all year. We might as well keep it going. But they've started on dirt for 40 years, so they have settings, right. and they can work on it. I hate it. I just I know the MXGPs do it, but we got grates, we got lockdown devices, we got ECUs uh, with start maps, we got <laughs> lights that come on when the rider hits the right RPM. Uh, what else do these guys need? I mean, it's just ridiculous. I just right. part Agreed. of a motocross is starting in the dirt. I hate it. Yep. Agreed. Uh, I was I was thinking the same way. That's one of your thoughts on it. Yeah. No. Thanks, man. I don't think it's going away though. It's not going back. So uh, thanks yeah. for the call. Agreed. Thank you. Yeah. All right, buddy. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. Anton, you with me, or where were you at on this? Um, I mean, they've always toyed with it. I mean, think about when every national track had, a, had to have a concrete starting pad in the late 90s, early 2000s, you know? Like, yeah. they've tried a bunch of stuff. This is definitely a better option than making everybody pour a couple thousand dollar concrete pad and then two years later tell them, yeah. tell them to jackhammer it out, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, you'd probably... But I agree with yeah. you. Like, there, it definitely evens the playing field better or worse who knows Mm -hmm. um as the one caller in the first part of the show mentioned and i this is something i covered in an article on our website rj and hunter they know how important the start is now and they have no problems running a paddle tire they've run that paddle tire 95 percent of the time in florida anyway when Mm -hmm. they're practicing the same way eli did in colorado on Mm -hmm. his outdoor track so they know what that tire is going to do uh if they know like i got to give this up to get this later on that's what they'll do yep all right, uh, Ryan's on two. Ryan's got a, a Ferris question. What's up, Ryan? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I actually yeah. have two really quick questions. First one, do we know if Farez is signed for Star to come back for Supercross next year? Second one is, have we made any progress with electric bikes as they start to make their way into the country? Are they going to be able to race uh, amateur national stuff like that? Thanks for taking my call. Have a good show, boys. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, do you know anything about Ferris and his contractual? Status. I thought that was the whole point was that this year was mm-hmm. guide him through outdoors and then next year he's supposed to be full time two fifty indoor outdoor. Oh, okay. All right. So I don't know That's what yeah. I heard yeah. last year though. Right. And that was even wow. the whole like, who is this kid? What field did he yeah, sign? Yeah. I heard he got this. Yeah. Well, listen, for, for for star racing, he could be easily turfed if he doesn't perform this summer, but he had a great opening round. So and then Dude, I love how many yeah. star guys are on steg pegs now. That's all awesome. I know, right? Dude, they're, they're, they love it. Uh, and then also, as far as the the Stark bikes, yeah, like there's been a lot of pushback from the racing organizations worldwide on these things. Um, you know, Stark has tried to say, like, look, man, we'll give you the tools to monitor the horsepower. We'll let you do it. 
it's a whole political game. It's not it's not even about the keeping it, you know, within the rules. Stark seems to be pretty fine with that, but there is a lot of politics behind keeping these guys out of racing right now, Anton. Mm-hmm. Oh, and there's, I mean, there's a lot of challenges that they're going to face from bike units to like, I had, I talked to the guys at Daytona and it was pretty interesting to hear how they were going to show the AMA, how they could see that a map was locked, that somebody wasn't going to be yeah. able to alter the power or anything like that. They have a lot of really good creative ideas to make it apparent to the officials. This is what you guys could do to monitor the situation. Yeah. But, you know, that's going to be a big expense in itself, too, for these you know, race, or, race series to do that, you know. Um, I think at the local level, I mean, I'm sure that SWAT Moto Race Series, other race series like that, they're not going to have a problem allowing them to come in. But I don't think you'll see one at Loretta's this year or anytime you know, soon, really. Davey, Davey was telling me, like, how do, you know, with the, with the Alta, um, Davey was like, well, how do, we, how do we monitor it? How do we, and, I, and I'm like, you let them race. You let them race. Adjust the rules back and forth. See how it goes. Let you got to see how that how it does, right? Uh, and I, I, there seems to be no no desire to even let these guys in uh, racing. So I don't know how we're ever going to get to that figured out. But to me, let them in. See how it works. If it's a clear advantage, we'll, we'll adjust as we go. Here's a free tip for any race promoter to make yourself a shit ton of money in the next two years. Add an electric only set of gate drops to everything because you guys are going to take the money anyway and then already run it like 30 BC, 30A, da 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 da. Because A, that's the people that are going to have it are going to be well off guys that are 30 plus or whatever that have the money to go buy the latest and greatest toy and then they're going to want to ride it against each other. Just keep adding those classes. And like you said, that's going to give them so many opportunities to learn. This is how the series goes, this is how these bikes perform under race conditions here hell this is how the tracks shape up but yeah just adding them in an electric only category would be such a great way for every individual race promoter even if you're whatever a local track to learn how this thing's going to go and kind of yeah. crack that egg open i did a podcast with brian then stark customer number one uh the other day and he said that you know after 30 minutes he's a b rider and after 30 minutes it started slowing down well Kiefer can definitely vouch for that there doesn't seem anything new in this stark bike that the alter bike you know, didn't have issues with. It seems to be the similar path to that. Uh, greater battery capacity, yes, but but still, uh, a hard rider will will it'll slow down. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there we go. Like, there's a bit of a bit of a disadvantage, but we don't know until they race, until they actually get on the line and race. So, um, I raced our Alta uh, quite a bit, and yeah. when I mean that was years ago, you know, but racing it in Southern California at Milestone, if you race that thing in June or July third lap you could tell when it was done yeah over yep. you know you couldn't you really knew that you couldn't do some of the jumps or otherwise you're going to get carted out of yeah. there in an ambulance now the stark has better capacity than the Alta, mm-hmm. but still same same issues yep uh all right let's go to uh, tyler on three what's up tyler hey i was actually wondering you saw the air jordan movie right yeah i did it was a great movie yeah yeah, 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 and I, I've watched The Last Dance and everything like that. So I've been a and I've been a huge Michael Jordan fan since I was a kid, and I see Chase Sexton's a huge fan of Michael Jordan, and it made me wonder, you know, some of the I think Brayton had like an exclusive helmet with Fly a few years ago. Yep. Do any of the riders get? Do they get a kickback on any of that kind of stuff? Kind of oh, like yeah. what Jordan had there. Yep. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know how much you know compared to those pro athletes or whatever. I heard Jordan's yeah. cut. 
Jordan's cut every year is about $300 million from Air Jordan's. Yeah, I thought even like $400 million, which Maybe, is like, yeah. are you the highest paid athlete then with that? I mean, like, I, that's I mean, crazy. Good God. Uh, yeah, they get a cut, absolutely. Tim Ferry got a cut of fly racing helmets in 2003, 2002, like they all do. Uh, I don't know if it ever adds up to being that much, Anton, but these guys are all, they got signature stuff. Oh, and, and I mean, it's probably like a TV writer that gets a show in syndication. You just keep getting those checks when they're clearing out helmets like five years later. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm. So thanks, Tyler. Thank you, man. Yeah. Hey, do you know the Seven, James, he's still, is he the sole owner of Seven? Because he sold out from Troy Lee way, way back. Yeah, right? I don't think he's the sole owner, is he? I tell you, you would know better. <clears> yeah, not the sole owner. Right. No. Yep. Okay. Thanks, man. Do you know, is he so, pretty what? involved in the whole process of development? or? I, I don't know. Okay. All right. I'm not Have sure. a good show, guys. All right. Thanks. I don't know how involved James is. I mean, he doesn't go to the launches and stuff. I mean, he's back in the scene, so that's that part's good. But uh, Trent, you got a Dirtworks qu- question? Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Good. So I'm just curious, why would the series not take the crew who maintains the track 365 days out of the year, and then they have Dirtworks come in just for the Pro National? Um. I don't have Dirtworks doesn't do all of them. I, I know different guys, you know, Shane Schaefer and stuff do some tracks. I think it's up to the track owner. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, like this week in Hangtown, so Dirtworks comes in and they prep the track, but it's yeah. not really comparable to had you go there any other day on the week. Uh, I think they do want some consi- for- they do want some consistency with with the pros and jump faces and things like that, you know. But I think it's up to the individual tracks to do to hire whoever they want. Okay. So, all, right, cool. all right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, you got anything on that? Anything else on that, Anton? I would think it's just because you got to remember that Feld's a promoter, uh, so it's probably down to the individual promoter. Like, hey, this is another thing that you're responsible for on top of everything. Right. But I mean, I could see it too. Like those guys, you don't think the Beasley family knows every inch of Bud's Creek and everywhere, every well that's dug out there and something like that better. Like they just know it's easier yeah. sometimes for the track crews to just do it themselves. All right, we got Jake with a motocross the nation's question. It's early, Jake, but what's up? Oh, Josh, this is Josh. Sorry, Josh, what's up? Hey, hey, can you guys hear me? Yep. All right, yeah. So the question is, it was tips and tricks actually for yeah. Uh, yeah. your for gear. Yep. So I thought I heard somebody uh, used to put hairspray on their gloves before they put their gloves on. Any other tips and tricks you guys have? Mm, I never heard the hairspray thing. No, um, Anton. No, um, I just put like medical tape on my thumbs, but that's about it. Like the coat, the panty liner on like the maxi pad on the goggles. That's the other thing. Uh, tape on uh, your nipples. Tape on your nipples. Tape on your nipples. Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, uh, there's a lot of dudes that like guys with bad ankles. They have their ankles taped up like they're gonna be like bare knuckle boxing. Uh, <laughs> that's a big thing actually. But that's more <laughs> like security thing than it is like yeah. race prep. Yep. Uh, Josh, you yeah. want a pair of hundred percent goggles? I would love it. All right. Stay on hold. Thanks for calling. Awesome. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you. 100% goggles. Vertex Pistons as well, providing the highest quality aftermarket replacement and performance kits for the power sports industries. Engine rebuild kits, piston kits, gasket kits, and more. Manufactured in Italy, the cast and forge pistons are the premier choice for power and performance. Vertex is the industry leader in manufacturing high performance gaskets, made in the USA as well. Uh, Again, 100% Vertex Plum Creek funding. Uh, Decal Works, Maxis, and Get all on board with this as well. Mike Antonovich from Swap Moto Live. Uh, let's go to Cody on four. What's up, Cody? How are you, man? Uh, I'm good. Uh, hey, so these teams have uh, like lawyers on retainer and all that, right? Well, they're all. I mean, depends on what you mean by teams. Like 
Do I think Club has like, a lawyer and retainer? No. But do I think Kawasaki does? Yes. No. Okay. Yeah, that's what I meant. So I, I'm asking this to you guys as as actual journalists. How the hell has Cooksey not been hit with a libel suit for all the lying he does about like saying Sexton is on PEDs and these teams are blatantly cheating and all this other stuff? I don't know what he says, so I'm not really sure. But there's a there's there's libel, uh, which is like he's saying that this is happening, and then there's an opinion, right? There's a there's a mm-hmm. there's an opinion. What's the difference, right? Uh, I guess it, I I don't watch him. I don't know what he says. So I guess you'd have to. How or how he couches it or how he says it would would matter. So I don't know. I think it, that that's the whole question because it's just like the National Enquirer. I mean, look at they prevent they print celebrity lies every single episode. Do they even make National Enquirer anymore? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But every single National Enquirer is like just a full of lies, right? So, but there must be some sort right. of statute that protects them from lawsuits. Otherwise, they would have been out of business by now. I, I guess it's yeah. just it, man. He says some crazy stuff, and it's crazy that uh, he hasn't been held accountable yet. Right? Yeah, I, I don't right. know. Yep. Yep. All right. Thanks, man. All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks, uh, Michael Antonovich. Okay, Anton, you're from the couch again in Missouri. Give me your winners for Hangtown. You know, I'm uh, the last time Jet was there. Uh, I think back to the Hangtown National, and that didn't, you know, go too great when he was trying to win that championship. But I think that that track is going to be really good for him just because of all the off-camber stuff. I think it'll be really interesting to see him ride that bike there. And um, honestly, I think I'm going to go RJ for 450 class. I think Max will do good, you know, home race and everything like that. But as Hunter's still trying to get better, and as RJ now knows, like, hey, this is where I stand, and I just got to be consistent and not make the same mistakes as always, I think RJ mm-hmm. could make it really exciting this weekend. Let me, uh, let, me, I, uh, let me ask you this, though. So Jet went 3-1 last year. Who, who won mm-hmm. the other moto? At, uh, Hank, would that be RJ? Mosman. Was a hunter. Mosman. Oh, that's true. That's another hometown rider. I yeah. About that. Mosman. Yeah. 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 That'd be, uh, yeah. I don't know. Dude, what if you just had two NorCal guys just trade moto ones? <laughs> Nolan and Mosman. Right? Yeah. Next thing you know, Lammy will come out of retirement. Um, <laughs> what, what do you got for 450s? Uh, I think Jet, I, I do think Jet will just do it again. I think that that's a track that's really oh. going to favor him, but I think this is another one you where. You already said uh, that. Sorry. You already said four. Yeah, but I think, I think okay. that Chase is going to keep it just as close. Yep. Uh, this weekend's going to be, like JT pointed out, a big battle of fitness because you guys are going to be in the direct sun. There is no shade to hide from at Hangtown. I mean, it, you're in it. Oh, no, uh, there is in the announcer's tower. Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah. I don't think they're racing in the announcer's <laughs> tower. But, uh, oh, I thought you meant me. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, no, that, that honestly, that's the only down, uh, positive I'll say of not going this weekend is that's like probably one of the tougher races to cover just because you're in the sun and you're on those hills all the time. Yeah. Bud's Creek is always hot and yep. it's always that stagnant you're air. In va- yeah, those you're in a probably, valley. Yeah. Those are probably the two hardest ones. But I'm super interested to see how this track is this weekend because this is the latest and the most that they've had rain up there in the last few years. So how did how much moisture did they really get? How much moisture do those rice holes hold? You know, this could be a, a different hang town than we've seen in years past. Right, give me your two fifty winner. I'll say RJ. All right. Wouldn't that be something if RJ just finds his consistency and takes off with this thing? He could. He could. He's in shape. He, his bike is great. He loves his bike. Yep. It's like always, dude, I get through these first West Coast Nationals, these first three, Hangtown, mm-hmm. Paula, Thunder Valley. 
High Point's going to be still that last hard pack track, but once we hit that real sandy intermediate Redbud, Spring Creek, yeah. Southwick, Swing, oh, it's on, dude. Yeah. This is going to be unbelievable between Hunter, Jet, Joe, Chase, Jet, uh, Sorry, Hunter. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Yep. But like all these guys that are really based in Florida, mm-hmm. this is going to be really interesting to see how this one goes this year for them. Absolutely. Thanks for thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it. SwapMotoLive.com, everybody, go check it out. Thank you, man. Have a great weekend, everyone. Right. See, see ya. ya. All right, that's a wrap on the Fly Racing Moto 60 show. Great job to Nixon behind the cameras. Fantastic. He wants to say hello. Thank you for joining the Moto 60 show. Have a good rest of your day. Bye. <laughs> wow. Did your job for you. He's on the air. I'm not paying him for that. That's fine. I'm not paying him. I'll make yes, sure you Travis are. You are definitely out. paying me for that. Uh, good job, Tits. Thank you, sir. You really brought it today yeah, again. Yeah, I did. Unbelievable. A lot of callers. See you next week, everybody.